Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Are you ready for the word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I truly hope is being a blessing to you that's called recovery and restoration. Something that the Bible that God our Father wrote for me and you clearly tells us that is something that he wants to do for me and you. And since most saints have had so much stolen and or lost in their lives, God's recovering and restoring what's been lost and stolen would be a big blessing in their lives. That's why this promise of recovering restoration is such a big deal in believers' lives. That's why I'm excited to share more about what the Bible says about this opportunity for recovering restoration that God wants to bring into our lives. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible, I invite you to turn to Joel chapter 2. And come on, get ready for today's stuff, which I'm telling you is going to be a blessing to you. Now is the time of recovery and restoration that God is causing to be able to happen amongst his people. Where they're going to be coming and coming and coming, and then they're going to keep coming, and then they're going to be coming and coming and coming and keep on coming. Until you'll see more and more of this restoration coming through your door to the point that you just shake your head and go ahead and dance some more. Because restoration is coming to you. Recovery and restoration cross the board of all the things that I'm teaching to you. Praise God. So keep your expectation on because it's on its way home to you in Jesus' name. Joel chapter 2, this is the foundational text of the teaching. We're going to read that, do a brief review. Then we're going to move forward into today's stuff, which I'm telling you is going to bless you. Joel chapter 2, let's begin reading at verse 21. The word of the Lord is, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pasture of the wilderness do spring for the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sit among you. Ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people 
shall never be ashamed. We are his people. We them people's daddy talking about. Praise God. The one that's going to have restoration of all that it is that was stolen from me and you. All those things that was robbed from me and you. All the years that the canker worm has stole from me and you. To the point that our vats will be overflowing with plenty. To the point that we will eat in plenty and be satisfied. Everybody say, ah. And he said, you'll never be ashamed. Ever be ashamed. No, 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 not, not, not what after all he's going about to do for you to the point that shame is never going to be able to manifest itself in you. Why? Because he is the Lord, your God. And when you got God as a God, you ain't got to worry about shame because God's going to make sure that he takes care of everything in Jesus name. Well, he's causing recovery and restoration to be able to come to me and you recovery and restoration to be able to come to me and you. We've been learning, praise God, that it's going to come back in various forms too. We've studied many forms already. Recently, we've been working on the fact of recovery and restoration of substance, of stuff. Well, God wants property to be able to come back. He wants prosperity or things that will cause prosperity to be able to come back. I'm talking about money. Praise God being able to come back your way. This is a time for that to begin to start coming your way, especially when since you've been doing what God has to say. And that's believing that his word is true and giving him opportunity to do in your life what he wants to do. Because he can do it. God is able. Praise God. Question is, is will you believe that it's true? Because if you believe it, it's going to happen to you. Jesus said, I am coming that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Of course, Jesus is the word of God who is manifested in plain view for me and you. Well, that's why God is bringing you a word to bring it in plain view for you so that you can be able to receive what it is that he come for you. And that is that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Of course, we already know might means opportunity, which means it's up to you as to whether or not it happened for you. But at the same time, receive this opportunity to have the abundant life that God has in store for you. That's what he wants to do. In fact, that's what he's here to do. That's what that word is here to provide you. The Living Bible says, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. Let's let, him, let the word fulfill his purpose and be able to provide us everything that he has in store for us. So let's believe this on purpose. Because he said, if you be willing and obedient, he shall eat the good of the land. I got any willing and obedient folk up in the house. Well, then you shall eat the good of the land. Last time we got together, we looked how God uses unlikely people to be able to cause this opportunity to be able to come through. Chose, two, chose some lepers, praise God, who were the least likely the people for, to be able to choose to cause restoration and not only come in their lives, but come in other people's lives too. But... Those lepers decided after that word of the Lord came to them, that thought came to them. They said, look, we, we got it. We got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And so they began to move forward with what came to them that day. And as a result of that, they stepped straight into the abundance that God had in store for them. Stepped right into the restoration of their recovery and their substance. Whereas they thought an enemy was there. They thought danger was there, but there was no danger there because God had already handled that. All they had to do was move forward by faith in what did he said. And he's saying the same thing to you. All you have to do is move forward by faith into what I got in store for you. Because it's already there. I've already handled the enemy and it's already got the stuff waiting on you. All you got to do is believe that it's true and step into what God has in store for you. See the door of opportunity when it's presented before you. So that you can step into those things that God has in store for you. The open door might not look like it should look. That's what we learned last time. Might not look like that. It might look like it's dangerous. But no, don't worry. The word of the Lord is true. And there shall be a performance. 
of what it is that he said to you. Does anybody hear me up in here? Hallelujah. Turn to Proverbs chapter 21, please. There shall be a performance. I said there shall be a performance of what it is that God said to you. Let the, let the Lord be true. I'm here to tell you. I heard, a, I heard an evangelist say, I'm here to tell you that there shall be a performance. Did you see how stately she would stand when she would make those things? Because she was representing the living God while she was saying it. Proverbs chapter 21. Told you, you thought I was playing. <laughs> Whew, that's the real deal right there. Proverbs chapter 21. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Now, part of the recovery and the restoration of substance that's going to be received by me and you is going to be as a result of the returning of what was supposed to be ours in the first place. It's going to be the returning of what was supposed to be ours in the first place. In fact, God's going to turn people's hearts to be able to help that happen. He's going to turn people's hearts so they can cooperate with him and help it happen. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 1. It says, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. Notice the king's heart. The king, of course, represents the decision makers, the person that's in authority. God said that the king's heart, the person that is in authority, the decision maker's heart, is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. When you go look at the rivers of water that are on this earth, praise God, I'm talking about the ones God made, not the ones that were man-made. But when you look at the rivers of water that is on this earth, every one of them go in the direction God wanted it to go. He turned them. He made the Mississippi all winding like it is. Where is God? And he made other rivers just as straight as an arrow like they are. And he's, because he made them that way. And he said, the same way I made the rivers go in the direction I wanted to go, is the same way I can, take, I can make the decision's heart turn. See, people's heart are in God's hand. And he can turn their hearts to participate in the recovery and restoration of our substance. He can turn their hearts. God can override all the plans of the king and have them to do his will concerning the recovery and restoration of our substance. Whereas there may be people who have already decided that that's not what I'm going to do. Already decided that I got a list of people I'm going to come through and it does not include you. Already decided it. But God can reach inside their chest and turn their hearts. Pull his hand back. And watch them give our stuff back. Everybody say, come on with it. Praise God. God has the power to touch people's hearts concerning the returning of our stuff. He has the power to touch people's heart concerning the recovery of our stuff. Included in the people who God will touch to return our stuff are people who wronged us financially. People who wronged us financially. Because some of the recovery and restoration that's coming to us will be at the hand of the same people who wronged us, same people who jammed us, same people who played us, same people who ripped us off is going to bring back what God has for us. 
See, God doesn't like seeing his children ripped off. I don't know if you know that. Turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. God doesn't like seeing his children wronged. And he'll do something about what, it, what happened. He don't like seeing his people wronged. You think don't nobody see what happened to you. God said, I saw it. And I can do something about it. And he's going to do something about it. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. It's important, once again, to understand who our God is. Let me show you one of the things that, one of the things that are categories or one of the people who God is in terms of in our lives. Let's read about it. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 6. It says that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any manner because that the Lord is the avenger of all such. And we also have forewarned you and testified to you. He was basically talking to some people and saying, you might not want to do that. This is something that you might not want to do. You don't want to defraud any of God's people. You don't want to jam any of God's people. You don't want to jack none of God's people. You don't rip off none of God's people. Because the Lord is the avenger of anybody that does that. He's the avenger. Now, I ain't talking about Iron Man, the Hulk, <laughs> Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, and all them other folk. Thor, Captain America. I'm talking about the real Avenger that don't need a team. Who's one Avenger all by himself. And he will avenge you for what happened to you. God doesn't like when his people are defrauded. That word defrauded right there means to be covetous. Speaking of the person's mindset that defrauded you. To be covetous. That is by implication to overreach. To overreach. Whereas they did more than what they should have did. Or took more than what they should have took. Or not gave you all that it is that was supposed to be given you. And held some of it back for themselves. God said I don't like that. Why? Because an uneven balance is an abomination unto the God. And even though you might not even recognize the balance that it should have been, God did. Even though you might not have recognized what was even supposed to be coming to you, God did. You might have just been told nobody's getting a raise, but they was the only one that got a raise. God said, I saw that. I saw that. And I'm going to avenge that. God don't like his children being defrauded. That word defrauded means to be covetous. That is by implication to overreach. Eastside Detroit version of the dictionary says ripped somebody off. God don't like watching his children get ripped off. I got any parents in the house say, hey, hey. if you saw your kids get ripped off by an older kid, praise God, what would you do? Hands, please. Praise God. Anybody keep it, keep it holy because you're on CD. Praise God. Hands, please. Anybody, praise God. Say that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. What would you do? Somebody tell me. I see a man of God over here. Praise God. Yo, yo, my brother, what would you do? You would step in and handle the situation. See, that's a good father. We got a good, good father. That's who he is. That's who he is. And he'll step in and handle that situation just like a good father will do. Is anybody listening to me up in here? God seen you get ripped off. He seen you get mishandled. And God going to handle that stuff. For you, he said, I'll avenge it for you. 
That word avenger right there of what he is means one carrying justice out. One carrying justice out. Or another way of phrasing, he going to make sure you get just what you were supposed to get. Just what was supposed to be yours. Just what? He ain't going to rip them off ripping to, to provide back to you. But he's going to make sure you get what you were supposed to get. Amen. This midweek, I can get his testimony. Can I get his testimony? Real quick, real quick. This is BC now. Everybody say BC. BC. All right, okay. I remember back in Detroit, Michigan, I was in Highland Park at the particular time, and I was headed into an establishment that I shouldn't have been in. But I was unsaved, so I didn't know I shouldn't be there. I thought I should be there. And so I was headed straight up in there. Parked my bins over to the side. Prayers got silver bins, blah, punk stereo. It was sweet gray with a black interior. It was off the point. It was, it was off the hook. Parked my little bins over to the side. Prayers got, got up and saw a young man walking toward me and stuff like that. And, of course, you know, I held my belt bucket just in case, you know. And, and he said, sir, sir. He had a, a gas can in his hand. He said, sir, sir. And he began to run it off at the mouth about how he needed some money because his car had stopped right over here on the Davidson Expressway right over here, praise God. And he, he said, I need some money. And, I, and, and it was a warm day. And I used to think it was hot until I made it to San Antonio. It was a, it was a warm day, praise God. And he said, my children is in the car, and they, and they, and they, and they, and they, we've been in there, we just can't get the money together, and I, I just need some more money, I, I, mean, I was trying to get back to Ann Arbor, we stay in Ann Arbor, and, and, and I need some money to be able to get there, you know, and he ran his little stuff on me, and look, I, I, I wanted to get into place, and so I said, look, man, I'll tell you what, so I was carrying a knot, I had a knot anyway, so I pulled part of my knot off and gave him a part of it, and stuff like that, and just tore him off a little piece of it, and said, here, man, here's enough, you ain't got to be bothered with that no more. He said, man, my, what's that, my wife, man, my wife. I said, hey, I got, I know what you're talking about, praise God, so here, here you go, so I tore one off, and handed it to him, and I said, now you ain't got to worry about that, just get your, ga- get your gas and go, and take your tail back up to Ann Arbor, don't be running out of gas no more with your kids in the car, praise God. Went in there and stayed for hours. You know, place of ill repute was in there for hours. Praise God. Don't worry about what I was doing. It was just, you know. Came out. And it was kind of dark by the time I made it out. And then I saw somebody across the street with a gas can in their hand. Working on somebody across the street. See. I didn't know nothing about level four back then. Is anybody hearing me? I was, I, I was on level zero. I was in basement already. So I saw that, and so I slowed my walk to give him a chance to see me, figuring he would forget who I was. He ran across the street and said, sir, sir, sir. And I said, yes, sir, what? He said, man, I, 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 was, just, I was trying to get some money because my, you know, my car ran out of gas. It was right over here on Davidson and stuff like that. I said, where is it? He says, over here on Davis. I said, where? Show me. He turned his head and stuff, and I turned back. I had pulled the straight razor about in, and I put it up to his neck. And I said, empty your pockets, man. He said, oh, dog, come on, man. Come on, man. I said, empty your pockets. He said, all right, all right, all right. And so he pulled out all, he had a wad that he had gotten from folk. We're talking about justice in case you want, I'm losing my point. So I schooled him on why he shouldn't be out in the streets trying to rip folk off. 
Because there's always somebody big and better than you out here. He said, you can have it all, man. You can have it all. Just don't cut me. Just I said, I don't want it all. So I just went back and took what I gave him and gave it back to him. I said, you might want to be gone before I get back. He said, I'm gone, man. I'm gone. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm, plus, I, it, was, it was a good day anyway. Praise God. <laughs> I was just. I didn't rip him. I could have. But I didn't. I was. I had the power to, but I didn't. I just took what was mine and gave him the rest back. And there's people who have ripped you, took advantage of you, defrauded you. God's got the power to take everything from him. But he's just going to get back what was yours. What was rightfully yours. And before I go any further, not only rightfully yours as of what was taken in. But the interest and the reparation that's on top of it. To be able to make sure you get everything that you would have had if you'd have had and held on to it in the first place. I love the Lord. God is an avenger, one carrying justice out. See, God sees when his children are ripped off and he's prepared to avenge them by carrying out justice on their behalf. He'll make sure that his children get what his children were supposed to get. And he'll make sure that his children have restored to them whatever his children were supposed to have. Because some of the stuff we got got ripped off from us where we had it and it was taken from us, some of the stuff never made it to us because it got ripped off before it even made it to us. Sometimes it'll come back through the very people who defrauded us. Sometimes it'll come back through the very people who defrauded us. God will have them same people bring it back to you. Get it back to you. Sometimes it'll come through others who had nothing to do with the defrauding. But it'll add up to the recovery and the restoration of all that it is that God had in store for you. He may bring it from some other angles too. He might not even deal with them. He might bring it from some other angles, but you'll still get what you were supposed to get before you got ripped off. Now, regardless of the venue that's used by God to be able to bring recovery and restoration back to us, trust me on this one. God will get it done. He'll avenge us. And he'll carry out justice for us. Turn to Job chapter 20, please. Job chapter 20. Do you still love me? Okay. Because I was under the blood. Praise God. Amen. I just wiped it off and showed it to you. Praise God. And put it back under the blood after it was finished. Hallelujah. He's a good, good father. And if he can do something about it, he'll do something about it. And he can do something about it. Job chapter 20. That was a long time ago, Pastor. Understand, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. As far as God's concerned, it just happened. And he can make it happen now. Job chapter 20. Let's begin reading in verse 12. I love the Lord. It says, through wickedness, though, excuse me, though wickedness be sweet in his mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, Though he spare it and forsake it not, but keep it still within his mouth, yet his meat, his meat in his bowels is turned. It is the gall of asp within him. He have swallowed down riches and he shall vomit them up again. God shall cast them out of his belly. Another way of phrasing 
he going to cough it up. Somebody say he going to cough it up. Verse 16. He shall suck the poison of asps and the viper's tongue shall slay him. He shall not see the rivers, the floods, the brooks of honey and butter. That which he laboreth for shall he restore and shall not swallow it down according to his substance. Shall the restitution be and he shall not rejoice therein. Another way of phrasing it that the, he might have enjoyed it for a while, but he ain't going to enjoy it no more because he's going to have to give it up. Somebody say give it up. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. Hopefully you're coming to know a little bit more about our God, who is a God who wants to bring recovery and restoration of what's been lost and or stolen in our lives. I hope even more importantly that you're becoming inspired to let God be a God who recovers and restores what's been lost and or taken away in your lives. God's Word clearly states that He's willing and wanting to do it for me and you. So come on and let's let God do what it is he wants to do for me and you. Let's let God be a God of recovering restoration in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238 or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service that'll pick you up at home and then bring you to the church and then drop you off at home after the service. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.